Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Hormone Reset Podcast. I am just a little bit behind. Um, I feel like November got away from me. And here we are. It's been a month since I recorded my last podcast episode. And um, I just can't even believe a month has gone by since the last time I hopped on here. But I'm here now. And I wanted to talk to you about something today that um, I have been experimenting with um, as far as diets go. And I have tried many different types of diets in my life. Um, the, do you remember the cabbage diet? I've tried that. I have tried fasting. I've tried, well, not really fasting back when my younger, younger years, I would just starve myself. Basically I won't really call that fasting. Um, I would punish myself with food and then I would binge eat and, um, you know, um, I've tried keto, uh, low carb, high carb, high protein. Um, I even tried Fenfen. There was a time in my life where I tried Fenfen, you guys, um, in just so many different ways to lose weight. Um, the one real thing that I have found in my experience in my 45 years of life with experimenting with nutrition and weight loss is that there is only one way that is very tried and true that works every single time. And that is to eat more protein and stay away from the junk food and exercise. And that is the one tried and true method that works every time. It doesn't just work for a short amount of time and then you get burned out and then you fall off of it. It works every single time. Um, what I've been working with lately, because now I am a woman in menopause is intermittent fasting. And I wanted to talk to you about intermittent fasting because, um, in the beginning, when I first started trying to do this, I didn't think I was going to make it because I was so used to this habit of eating at a certain time of day that I thought I am going to starve to death if I don't eat by 930 because my stomach is like growling. It's alarming me. It's telling me you are hungry. It is time to eat. This is what we've done for years. Why aren't you feeding me? And I have to say that by slowly buttoning up my window of fasting from, I started for one week of fasting 12 hours. And then I had an open window of eating for 12 hours. I did that for one week, the next week. And this was hard. This was hard mentally to button up that time to eight hours of eating and um, eight. So that's what 16 hours of fasting. Is that right? Yeah, 16 hours of, of fasting. So uh, I had to like count that out on my fingers. Um, and I noticed it started working. I would be a pound lighter here or there. I wasn't changing anything that I ate. I was changing the window of time that I ate it. I was still eating all the same things but I just buttoned it up into that little eight hour window. Um, from there, now I closed up that window to six hours. 
I would not recommend going straight to a six hour window. If you have an emotional attachment to food, if you have any sort of attachment to food, you want to gradually work your way to a smaller, smaller window. Um, Here's why fasting is so good for you. Uh, A couple of things. It helps expel all the the dead bad cells that are in your body that are like cancer causing cells, um, cells with dead mitochondria. It like your, your body cleans all that stuff out and gets rid of it. So it helps you prevent diseases by fasting. Um, another thing that I've noticed is like, and you can see here, normally I have a lot of gray hair and what I've noticed, I feel like, I really feel like fasting is a somewhat of a fountain of youth. My aging has slowed down. I don't have the grayness. Like my gray hairs are are not growing in as quickly with fasting, which is fascinating to me. So it's slowing down the aging process by getting rid of the old bad cells. When you can get to a point, and some people can fast for 24 hours, Some people can fast for up to three days. And when you get to that point of fasting for three days, the benefits of fasting for three days, which sounds insane to do, but the benefits are your body starts to create stem cells. When you start fasting, even for a six hour window, your gut health starts to heal and repair itself. So your gut health, your gut is your second brain. Your entire health of your body stems from the health of your gut. And so that's why what you eat is so important because if you're eating like a dumpster, your health is going to be in the dumpster. If you're eating better, nutritious, whole food rather than processed, unhealthy, fast food, your health is going to be greatly improved. And then on top of that, if you're fasting, your body is creating these um, ketones. When you're fasting for about six hours, your body is creating ketones that help control blood sugar. They help you lose weight. It helps your body restore and become back to a healthy state again. When you go into 24 hours, 24 hours to three days of fasting, your body will start to create um, um, stem cells and repair. That's why there's a lot of people that have cancer that fast as a way to help their body heal faster. Um, And so I find this to be completely fascinating. And what I've found so far for myself, I haven't gotten to a 24 hour fast yet, but I am working towards that. But it's just something that for me personally, mentally, I feel like I have to prepare for that because, um, I, I, I don't think that I could just go straight into a 24 hour fast because my body would be talking to me and would be saying like WTF, uh, where's my food? Where's my lunch? And, um, I, I feel like I, I will know when the time is ready when the time is right, and I will go ahead and, and do that 24 hour fast. But for right now, 
I'm at a six hour window, which I love. I feel so good. And I think that, um, fasting is a good solution for weight loss for women that are in perimenopause or in menopause, because, um, the things that we have done in the past to lose weight don't work anymore. And you start to think like, okay, well, I know that I could go do an hour of cardio and I'm going to lose weight. And then even that quits working. And who has time to spend an hour doing cardio anyway? Um, and so um, one of the things that you can do is kind of close up the window and slowly prepare yourself mentally for this, because it is something that um, if you were to do cold turkey, it'd be just like if you're trying to quit a habit and you quit it cold turkey, you're thinking about it all the time. I'm, if I had done a six hour window from the get go, my, my mind would have been thinking about food all the time. And, you know, of course, maybe there are those people out there that can very easily do this without thinking about going without food. Um, I'm not one of those people. And so for me, it was a very gradual process that I appreciate so much now because I feel more energetic. I feel like my brain fog is clearing and I just wanted to share this with you because I, I think that there's a lot of women out there that struggle with feeling helpless about what to do to be able to lose weight because you feel out of control when it comes to food. You feel like you're a slave to eating and you don't know what to eat or what not to eat, how much to eat, how much not to eat. Um, with fasting, you don't have to worry about that. I haven't changed the way that I eat, or I'm sorry, I haven't changed anything that I eat. I've only changed the window of time that I eat it. And I found that I eat less because I get full and I'm not spreading out my food throughout the entire day like I used to. I feel less prone to emotional eating. I feel like um, I, I have more energy and I actually look forward to fasting and then I look forward to breaking my fast and I usually have bone broth to break my fast and I'll sip that. And after I've had that, then I will go and eat my meal. And so then that was another thing that um, when I first started fasting, the eight hour window, I noticed that I would be ravenously hungry and I would just go and eat and I would eat until my stomach bulged because I was so full. And when you break the fast, a good way to break it is with some bone broth or maybe some celery juice, a little something that's going to like curb the hunger that because when you start eating, you're less likely to want to binge on everything, whatever's in the pantry. Cause you're like, it's my God given right to eat this because I've been waiting so long to eat it. And you don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> you feel very, very in control. And, um, I don't know for me, I just, I just feel good. Um, I feel, I've been able to lose seven pounds in about two weeks. And um, I don't worry about the amount of food that I'm eating because I'm having results. Um, and 
we have to change as women, our bodies change so much throughout our lives. And when you're going through menopause, you go into a point of your life where the, the, you don't need the sex hormones anymore. And, um, and they slowly start to taper. Your body quits creating them as much and your body fat redistributes in places that it normally wouldn't have. If you, if your body was producing estrogen and progesterone, um, like around your belly, there's a thickening around the belly and around the waist and the back that I'm just going to say, I, I I don't like that. Ain't it right. I'm not happy about that, but it is what it is. So I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm going to like learn what I can do in a new way of life. And you just, in just becoming adaptable to whatever it is that you need to do. Cause I think we get really caught up in this mindset of easy. I'm just going to take the easy way out and, and we can go into the easy way out with the injections that people are doing, but I feel like that's another conversation for another day. That is a whole hours full of discussion about that. But when it comes to fasting, you know, um, I, I feel like if it was for a woman of childbearing years, I don't think that fasting is the best way to go. I think fasting is excellent for women in perimenopause, which is premenopause or menopause as a method. Um, fasting is not a diet. So people, and I ask them like, what have you tried in the past to, to fix this problem? And they tell me fasting and I'm like, okay, but fasting isn't a diet. It's a it's a method. It's a time that you eat your food, a time frame. It isn't a diet in itself. Um, and that's a really big misconception that people think of like, I'm faster. I'm like, that's cool. That's just the uh, hours of the day that you eat. That's it. That's not a diet. That is a time frame. Um, now, if you were to clean up your nutrition along with fasting and you're in menopause or perimenopause, get ready for some results, get ready for some results. Um, sometimes we need to have somebody there as accountability to give us that extra push because you've got to be in the right mindset to do it. And that's why I think starting with a 12 hour window, give yourself a week and then shrink it up to an eight hour window, shrink that up to a six hour window is a really and do that for a week, do the next one for a week, take two weeks if you feel like you need it. Um, there's an attachment to the food that we don't fully give credit to, um, especially when you're in the habit of eating at a certain time of day. And if you don't eat at that certain time of day, you begin to feel emotional that you haven't had that food. You begin to feel a little bit sad. That's a, that's a red flag to you that you are an emotional eater. That's a red flag to you that it is time for you to switch things up. If you want to lose weight to become healthier, especially if you notice that you have high blood pressure, diabetes, um, or you're pre-diabetic, um, and you're overweight, um, 
because holding on to an emotional attachment around food is stemming from uh, trauma that you held on to for your life. And so that's part of what the 90 day hormone reset system helps women heal is that holding on to those deep traumas that we process with food. And I help women heal those traumas and become whole again. And and this is another common misconception. The women will say to me, oh, I just, I'm the first to sacrifice myself. When it comes to investing in my own programming, I'm, I'm going to try to do it for free as much as I can, because if it costs any money, I don't want to put that burden on my family. And my, my, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, how much is it costing your family that you are depressed every day, that you're not showing up fully happy and whole as a parent to your children? And you're sacrificing yourself in the name of your family because you don't want to be a burden on them financially and, and spend money on yourself. When all the while, think about how great a parent you could be showing up as. If you weren't holding on to those traumas, the depression, the eating disorders, the food attachments, the the low self-esteem because you hate the way you look and you think that you're you're fat, you call yourself fat, you hide in family pictures and you make comments about yourself. And then you notice that your daughter starts saying those things about herself and it becomes this vicious cycle that your kids fall into. Imagine how you could show up as a mom if you didn't have those um, thoughts. So anyway, that's that's my thought today that I, I wanted to share with you about intermittent fasting. I think it's a really powerful tool for the right person. It's not for everybody, but um, yeah, I wanted to share that. So uh, thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will see you next week. No more of this waiting a whole month to record another uh, session. All right. See you later.